The following message is brought to you by New Song Church and Pastor Joshua Blunt in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. For more information on New Song, visit us online at newsongpeople.com. Christmas is three days away, isn't it? You guys ready? Everybody ready? I love Christmas. I, I hope that you enjoy Christmas as much as I do. I really do love this time of year. Obviously, I love, I love what this season represents, but I also just love like just this season. Like I love the 30 or 40 days that we just kind of change everything about our lives. All of our normals kind of switch and we do very abnormal things. You ever thought about this? Like we eat different foods than we normally eat. And we do stuff like drive around in people's neighborhoods and look at their houses. <laughs> you do that in March, you're going to get arrested. <laughs> like there's going to be a cop following you around. You do that. We eat different things. We, we, we listen to different music. I don't, I don't listen to Bing Crosby and Burl Ives <laughs> and Mariah Carey <laughs> any other time of the year. And the chipmunks, I barely listen to them now. But this time of year, we do that. We, we, we light different candles, and we bring trees into our home, and we decorate them, and we do all these kind of abnormal things. And, and one of the things that we do is we, we, even ch- we change, like, the media that we, we take in, like the, the shows and the movies. We get into these Christmas movies. And there's a lot of different Christmas movies. How I many of you know there's a lot of options? I was reading this week about all of the, in the past hundred years, like all of the hundreds and thousands of Christmas movies. Check this out. Did you know that since 2008, the Hallmark Channel has released 128 Christmas movies? 33 this year. Isn't that wild? And, and check this out. This is really interesting. All of them are terrible. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. For those of you who like them, good luck with that. I'm not a big fan, but hey, whatever. But I do like Christmas movies, and there's several that I, I make sure that I watch. We've got like 20 or 30 Blu-rays and DVDs at our house, plus we've got Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu and all these different. So there's tons of these different movies, and some of them I watch every year. Some of them I can't. We just run out of time. But there are some that I'm going to make sure and watch every year. I'm going to watch Elf every year. I'm going to watch, yeah, I'm going to watch uh, the Jim Carrey Grinch every year. There's some great lines in that movie. That's a great movie. A Christmas Story. I'm going to watch that one every year. Some of them I, I like sit down and watch. Some of them I do, like I decorate the tree while watching them. Or I wrap presents and watch It's a Wonderful Life or whatever that may be. There's all these different Christmas movies and specials. And one of my favorites, and I've, been, I've loved this little special since I was a little kid, is the Charlie Brown Christmas Story. You guys enjoy this one? Came out in the 60s, and I love it. And, and there's several parts of it that are, that are very interesting. One of my, my favorite, probably the most iconic moment of the whole movie, or the whole show, is if you know the story, like Charlie Brown has been asked by the other Peanut characters to put on a play. And so he's trying to be the director of this play, and it's just not going well. And so he and Linus decide to go to this Christmas tree farm and get a Christmas tree and bring it back, and hopefully that'll kind of, you know, change everything. Well, if you know the show, he does not pick out a very good tree, (laughs) kind of a pathetic tree, and he brings it back. And when he brings it back, like if you haven't watched this in a while, 
There's no way this show would have been made today. Like when he brings it back and tells and shows it to the other kids, they're like, you're such an idiot, Charlie Brown. <laughs> they're like telling him his life is worthless. And it's like, man, 60s, okay. But it all leads to this very iconic moment. So check this out. I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. So when my son Gus was three years old, he loved this little Christmas special, and uh, we actually bought him a book that kind of went along with the special. And, you know, three-year-olds, they're into repetition. And so we would read him this book every night, and what we didn't know was he was, he has like this really amazing memory, and he had learned the book. Like one night, he just started quoting it to us, and we were like, oh, this is pretty cool. And so we got out the camcorder, we sat him in front of the tree, and we captured this. Check this out. He gets it from his mama. I cannot hear Luke 2 now without hearing that little voice. And whoa, the angel of the ward came upon them. Like that's how I hear it now. It's funny, I actually was able to memorize it just from hearing him do it because I've watched that video probably a thousand times. So something interesting about me, or well, not even interesting, just something about me. When I get into something, I get really into something. 
In fact, it's kind of a joke. Yeah, my dad's. It's kind of a joke around the office that if you get me talking about a particular subject like World War II, I can just kind of go off. And, and it's, it, you never know what it may be. And so one year, I got really into this special, and I actually saw a documentary on it, and then I started reading all these articles, and I learned all sorts of crazy facts about this movie that are not very relevant to your life, but that, for whatever reason, I know. Uh, and, and not many of them are, are of any consequence, but there is something I do want to point out today that I think is important for you to understand, okay? When this, when this special was being made, Charles Schultz, the creator of the Peanuts comic strip and the director producer of this cartoon, who was also a Christian, had Linus, the character who quoted Luke 2, do something very interesting. So there, there's the part where Linus comes out and he begins to quote. Now, something you need to know, in order for you to get what happens here, you have to know a little bit about Linus. Linus is famous for being like this really intelligent child, but also having a little blanket with him all the time. It's his little security blanket, and this is kind of the posture that you see Linus in a lot. He's always got this blanket with him, and it doesn't matter what the other characters, Lucy and Snoopy and those other, those other characters try to do. It doesn't matter how much they ridicule him. He is going to have his blanket, and he is not going to give it up for anything. It is his security blanket, and in it we find his identity. He's identified by his security blanket. So when you know that, there's something significant that happens. As he is quoting from Luke chapter 2, and he says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not. When he says, Fear not, he actually drops his blanket. Amen. And when he does this, it wasn't by accident, it wasn't just happenstance. It was intentional, and I believe that the message that Charles Schultz, the creator of the Peanuts comic strip, was trying to get across to you is this today. The presence of Jesus renders security blankets useless. You see, we live in a world full of fear, don't we? And we're not immune to that, even as Christians, and we, we look at the world around us, and there's a lot of uncertainty sometimes if you're just looking at it from the natural perspective of, of what we see in us. And maybe today you struggle with some fear. Maybe, maybe you fear sickness. You fear a disease coming against your body and causing your life to be shorter than it's supposed to be. Maybe you're afraid of the future, what the future is going to hold, what's going to happen in our country, what's going to happen with these elections, what kind of country are... Our children going to inherit someday. Maybe you're afraid of failure. So you work really hard. And you never take a day off. Because you don't want to fall behind. You don't want to fail. You don't want to let people down. So you're going to push and push and push and push. Almost to the point of exhaustion. Because you don't, you don't want to fail. Maybe you're afraid of crime or murder or identity theft. Or being shot at the mall or something. You know, there's all sorts of crazy stuff happening all around us all the time. Maybe you're afraid of your, what's going to happen with your finances, that you're not going to have enough, that you're not going to be able to pay your bills or take care of your family. Maybe you're afraid of what other people might think. So you live your life kind of trying to be a people pleaser, trying to make everybody happy. I don't know what it is today. Maybe you don't even know. But there's this gnawing feeling that we can have sometimes within us where we're just... We're afraid. And so, so here's what we do. Because we have this fear, we try to find ways to cope with it. And so we grab onto things. 
We grab onto stuff and we pull it to us to try to find security, to try to find comfort in these, in these little things. We have these man-made mechanisms that we create within our life that we put our trust in and our faith in to bring security to us. But here's the problem. It doesn't work. And, and because it doesn't work, what ends up happening is instead of feeling security, we feel insecurity. Instead of feeling comfort, we feel uncomfortable. And if you find yourself in that place today, I have good news for you. And the good news is that Jesus came. And when Jesus came, listen, the Prince of Peace came on the scene. Jesus came to be your Prince of Peace. And Isaiah, quoting about the Messiah who would one day come, it says this in Isaiah 9, 6, it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. In other words, the rule will be on him. And it says, and his name will be called. In other words, this is what he's going to be known for. He'll be a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, an everlasting father, and a prince of peace. Jesus came to bring real peace into the dark world that we live in. But here's the problem. Instead of clinging to God and pulling him and pulling Jesus in close to us, so often we continue to cling to our little man-made security blankets our little man-made systems that we've created that we feel like, if I can just get this and hold on to this, and if I can just get everything right, then I'll feel security, then I'll feel peace. But the problem is it, it just doesn't work. In fact, the Bible tells us this in Isaiah 64, 6. It says, all of our righteous deeds are like filthy rags. In other words, the deeds that you try to do to get yourself in the right place, to make yourself feel right, to get yourself right with God even, the Bible says those efforts... They're worthless. They're filthy rags. Well, let me say it like this. It's like a dirty security blanket. And we're trying to pull it in to make us feel better, but, but, but it's never going to work. Our, our blankets, our coping mechanisms that we cling to, if Jesus is not at the center, then it's, it's worthless. And so Jesus came to be your Prince of Peace. Jesus came so, so we wouldn't have to cling to filthy rags of lesser comfort. And that's why the Bible tells us this in Hebrews 12. It tells us that we're to throw off everything. Everybody say everything. everything. We're to throw off everything that hinders. And the idea there of throwing off is not just that it just kind of falls off. It's that we throw it off. It's intentionality. It's that we intentionally take that and say, you know what? I'm throwing that out of my reach where I can't take it up anymore. But, but the problem that so many of us have that we don't recognize is, is we have these little security blankets that we carry around with us that we cling to and we don't know how much they're hindering us because our faith is in our security blankets. Our faith is in our ability to get everything right. Our faith is in our ability to cross every T and dot every I and live this perfect performance so that we can kind of bring everything into this, this place of peace that we desire to have. And let me just tell you, it doesn't work that way. Your performance can never be perfect enough. Your efforts are never good enough. And so God invites you to drop it, to drop those things that you're putting security in that aren't God, to quit having faith in yourself. Because see, what happens is when your faith is in your ability, your faith is not in God's ability. And when your faith is not in God's ability, you don't get God's ability. In order for you to experience what God has for you, your faith has to be in him. That's why Jesus tells us in Mark eleven twenty two, have faith in God. And because of Jesus, you can. 
My friends, here's what I believe God is saying to you today. As we walk towards Christmas and move towards this season where we recognize that the Messiah, the Savior has come, Jesus is saying and inviting you to drop the blanket, to drop that security blanket that you're holding on to that you're trusting in instead of Jesus, to, to lay down that thing, surrender that thing to God. And instead of trusting in your performance, trust in the performance of Jesus at the cross. Instead of trusting in your ability to make everything right, trust in the work that Jesus did to bring right to you so that you could walk in his righteousness, not in your own righteousness, which is filthy rags. This is what Jesus invites us to. So, so how do we get there? Like, what's the... What do we do? Well, actually, in, in order to drop the blanket, it's actually really simple. You just got to surrender. And, and a great way to surrender is in worship. Worship, I remember hearing one time somebody talking about worship, and they said, when you, when you lift your hands in worship, one of the things you're doing, you're taking this posture that says, I surrender. And it's kind of like you, you've seen a movie before where somebody gets the drop on somebody else, and they say, come out with your hands up. You ever, you ever seen that? And, and so that person, they may have something in their hands, but they drop it in that moment because they recognize that other person has got me. They got the drop on me, and so I surrender, and, and I, can't, I can't do this on my own. I want you to know this morning that if you've made Jesus the Lord of your life, and he's got you. He got the drop on you. He dropped the charges of sin against you. He dropped the wrath of God against you so that you could be redeemed. He dropped the curse of this world against you so that you can be saved. Listen, Jesus got the drop on you, so now you can come out with your hands up. <laughs> Surrendering to the work that Jesus has made possible for you today. And so I, I can't think of a greater way to kind of close out this service today and walk towards Christmas just a few days away than to take a little bit more time to worship the Lord today and to surrender to him and say, God, we give you everything. And so I'm gonna invite David to come back up. David Terry is gonna come back up and we're gonna strip things down a little bit in that we're not gonna have the whole band. It's just gonna be David and a guitar and his voice and our voices. Nothing to hide behind. And, and, and just to take a moment and worship our Savior, our King. There's a, there's a part at the very end of the Charlie Brown Christmas story that is interesting to me, probably my favorite part, really, now. And, and it's at the very end, all of the kids come together around that tree, that ugly tree that at one point looked really bad and, you know, was kind of a mess. They all come around it, and they begin to sing. And they sing, Hark the Herald, Angels Sing, Glory to the Newborn King. You know what they're doing? They're worshiping Jesus. And what we see in this moment is they, they quit, they, they drop their, their problems with each other. They drop their arguments against each other. They drop their problem with Charlie Brown and his directing of the play. They drop all that stuff and they just focus on Jesus and they worship him. And what's also interesting is it's at this time that we see Linus come and once again, he drops his blanket and he wraps his little blue blanket around the base of that tree. And what he does, I believe God is inviting us to do today. And that is to take that thing, whatever that thing is for you, to take that argument, to take that problem, to take that sickness, to take that issue, whatever it may be, and to place it at the foot of the tree, the foot of the cross. And say, God, I surrender this to you right now. Listen, the good news for us this Christmas 
is that even though fear is still something in this world, fear not is still a message that we can receive because Jesus came to be the Prince of Peace and he got the drop on you. So now we can come out with our hands up and surrender. So I invite you to stand with me this morning, church. And whatever it is, maybe you got something. As I've been talking this morning, there's something that's kind of come to the forefront of your mind that you're recognizing. This has been my security blanket. This has been the thing that I've been putting my trust in, my faith in, my hope in. And I recognize today that 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 is nothing but a filthy rag, a dirty blanket. And so right now, Lord, I surrender it to you and I come out with my hands up and I worship you. I focus my attention not on my problems, not on my issues, not on my arguments, not on my family, not not on any of those things. I focus Focus right now on the risen Savior, the Lord that came to die and make a way for me. I surrender to you. I put my focus on you. Let's worship the Lord. Thanks for listening to this week's message from New Song Church. If you have a prayer need or would like more information about New Song, you can email info at newsongpeople.com. If you would like to partner with New Song through giving, go to www.newsongpeople.com forward slash give. And if you want to stay connected to New Song, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for New Song People.